everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Holiday movie month uh, comes to a close this week. Mm-hmm. Since it's not Christmas anymore, Yeah. but we still had a week left, it was like, well, let's not just do a Christmas movie, a post-Christmas Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Let's try to find something for the next holiday in the month. Compared to Christmas, yeah, New Year's is not a particularly, like, <laughs> there's not a ton of movies set at New Year's specifically. Or at least, like, yeah. that that use it as a big, like, thing in the movie, you mm-hmm. know, the way that Christmas gets, you know, yeah. <laughs> that sort of attention. <laughs> and then just randomly on Prime Video, they happen to have available. We just looked up, like, mm-hmm. New Year's. Like, let's just yeah. see what, what pops up for New Year's. If anything does, mm-hmm. and this one jumped out at us uh, immediately, <laughs> just because of the title. Yeah, I mean the title, uh, the little blurb that we got about <laughs> what it was about. Yes, it see like to to be completely fair to the movie that we are about to talk about. We got ourselves into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. We did. It, we did. In, it in fact. gets to levels. Like, it gets to levels that I think are far beyond what I expected from a (laughs) schlocky slasher movie. Um, But we did very much invite this upon ourselves by choosing to do this movie. Yes, this Uh, this one's on us. (laughs) And the movie that we are going to talk about for the last week of Holiday Movie Month is the 1980 American slasher film New Year's Evil. Starring Pinky Tuscadero mm-hmm. from Happy Days. I did not realize, I didn't watch enough Happy Days to have her face in my brain. So I yeah. did not recognize it, but I read about it later and I was like, oh my God, I did not know. I knew that she, was looked, who it was. she looked vaguely familiar, but I also didn't watch like a ton of Happy Days. Yeah. Roz Kelly, of course, who we're talking about. Right, right. Um, and the movie, uh, as described by IMDb, During a New Year's Eve celebration, a Los Angeles disc jockey receives a phone call saying that when New Year's strikes in each time zone, someone will be murdered, and she will be the last one. Now, if that sounds a little incoherent, it's because the movie itself (laughs) is very incoherent in many ways. Yeah. Because, like, that's what IMDb says. We, mm-hmm. when we first looked into it, we just looked at it on, on Prime Video. Mm-hmm. And the way that they described it on there, and I guess I could look it up, but I don't feel like it. Uh, <laughs> the way that they described it on there made it sound like the people being murdered were in those time zones. Yeah. So when it came to be that what it was was just like the killer in the movie is using the passage of New Year's in each of the time zones of the United States Mm -hmm. as deadlines for when they're going to commit a murder. Right. And so, like, in the end, New Year's kind of doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, in the end, it really, there's no difference between this and being like, I will kill someone every hour until midnight when I will kill you. It's just that at midnight, it happens to be New Year's. Mm-hmm. So there's and, like a live countdown somewhere that he can record along with it. Yeah, I guess that's really the big thing. I mean, the, really the big thing is the person involved. Yes. Blaze, our lead character. Yes. Uh, the They call her the first lady of rock. <laughs> uh, so hysterical to me. 1980. So this is like, wow. Oh, man. 
how many years pre MTV is this? You know what I mean? Because the way that this is presented as like some sort of like, this could be the next big thing, Blaze. Mm-hmm. This is your chance, honey baby. <laughs> or fucking sleazy <laughs> manager, dude. You know, like, but like, you know, the way that he keeps talking about it, like, this could be her big, huge thing, you but know. MTV started in August of 81. So the okay, very so next yeah. year. So this movie was probably being made in like 79 or so, or you mm-hmm. know, at least that was when it was come up with. Mm-hmm. So it was not doing it because of MTV. It was technically before MTV. Yeah. So like that's actually kind of an interesting little thing there to, to know. Mm-hmm. But it does also place it like, okay, that's why they, they are acting like this, like kind of just crappy little <laughs> seemingly like barely better than than Wayne and Garth yeah. on on Aurora TV kind of show <laughs> is supposed to like break big is mm-hmm. is only if no one's ever done that before. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's if she's competing with MTV, it's like not a chance. Yeah. This is no way no, no, not never ever in the world. No. <laughs> um because like also something that seems weird to me, and it not even in a horribly like uh misogynistic way, because the movie will do plenty of that itself. Mm-hmm. Um did it seem strange to you? Like it, it felt like they were purposefully showing how old Blaze is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially having a son who's an adult, who's mm-hmm. an actor. Like, it, it just seemed yeah. so strange that they were, like, acting like this is going to be, like, her rocket to the stuff. Like, she seems, like, not necessarily over the hill, mm-hmm. but, like, that she's not some, like, young, fiery upstart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if somebody picked up the, like, super awesome rock and roll hour, they'd be like, all right, you'll be the host for, like, the first couple years, then we'll hire someone younger. You'll move on anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that she would just kind of get churned out by the system as soon as the show took off. Oh, yeah. But, oh, my God, her son. Awful. Her son is one of the most, like, baffling side characters mm-hmm. until you get to the end. And then you're like, oh, like it sort of makes sense a little bit now, but like the entirety of him on screen Mm -hmm. as the movie progresses and the plot gets going, you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Movie. Like, what am I sitting here and watching? These are minutes of my life going by (laughs) watching this like (laughs) lunatic boy do sad things slowly. Yeah. Like like taking those pills when he's sitting there with the mm-hmm. TV on or whatever. And the and scene just takes forever. It and it's takes like, so I get long it. that you can notice multiple times the pill still in his <laughs> mouth. Very clearly. Yeah. It this was... uh to to get it out of the way, this is not a particularly well acted uh or made movie. Like no. it's it's well made enough. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's technically, yeah, it's technically, it's a technically movie. a movie. A little bit better than like a, a mystery science theater standard of movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like it sucks. Yeah, we didn't see any <laughs> strings or anything like that, though. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, those sorts of things are all relatively on the level. Mm-hmm. But like for the most part, mm. this is bad. Yeah, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, even Blaze. Who not is great. like, yeah, not great, but also just like not a great character. Yeah. Uh, because like oh, there's there's nothing to it other than her being a dick to her son. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one of my first notes is just like, OK, so she has an adult son. He's an actor. She doesn't give a shit. 
No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like it's see, it, it was it was just so forced how she would not give a shit about him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like every single time it would be like, "Mom, I have something very important to talk to you about," and she'd go like, "Okay, see you later, but honey, bye bye," and just like walk out the door. Yeah. It would be like, "What the fuck are you doing, lady?" You know, like, I was absolutely not on her side about it. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, he's a crazy lunatic psycho boy. Mm-hmm. We we find out plenty about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, in that moment when he's telling her, like, I got a part in a show and we're going to be shooting. And she's like, the what now? He's yeah. like, the show, the role that I got on the show. And she's like, oh, you know what? Let's just talk about it later. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk to you after the show. Yeah. And it's, you know, obviously they're giving the, like, excuse of, like, oh, she's all frazzled about having this show go well so that mm-hmm. her career blah 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 whatever it was just like later it happened again in the exact same fashion where he's mm-hmm. just like mom i have something incredibly important to tell you and she's like okay honey i just need i need to go right now bye 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 and yeah. leaves the room and it's like bitch what the fuck is wrong with you take a moment to talk to your son Eat, in seriously. the midst of like all this craziness that like you know, as the movie progresses and she, there's the threatening phone calls and like apparently it's all broadcast over the air. So like mm-hmm. everybody knows yep. that there's this like crazy person out there who's threatening to murder people. And her son is clearly having a hard time about this. <laughs> and she's just like, no, I need to just focus on the show must go on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like if it looked like a better show. And she did more in it mm-hmm. than maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then maybe I could see it as like a passion that she had that like had to come out. <laughs> but in the end, really all it is, is like sit on this table, mm-hmm. a rock band plays for a while. I say the name of that rock band and make some sort of sexy remark. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the whole fucking, she's a VJ. Yep. That's all it is. It's not like a performance. No. She's not like juggling or some <laughs> shit. Like there's no, it's not like you come to see Blaze. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you come to fucking mosh around awkwardly yeah. uh, while, so the band, awkward. <laughs> while the band plays. And then she tells you like, wasn't that great, ladies and gentlemen? And they all go like, ah. Uh, you know, and it's yeah. like, what, this is nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say, but like, it's kind of nothing. And the fact that you prioritize that over your family is like, you absolutely do not deserve what the end of the movie comes to. Like, th- I think that's the craziest part is that throughout <laughs> the movie, I was like, Blaze, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, when some other person that we will get to, because like I, I I don't know how to talk about it, like how to how to dance around it. Yeah. But we'll we'll get into it. But like there's a point where some of that gets thrown back in her face, mm-hmm. and instead of feeling vindicated, I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's like it's like when someone starts agreeing with you, and you're like, yeah, that's right, buddy. And he's like, and another thing about the Nazis, and you're like, whoa, 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 hold on, I stopped agreeing with you. Yeah. A, a moment ago, you were on my side, and now you're not on my side anymore. That's what the end of this movie started to feel like. It was kind of hysterical to me. But she gets a threatening phone call from a guy in a phone booth that we see. Mm-hmm. You know, like when the movie very, very, very first started, that first like sequence. And then when her friend Yvonne gets killed in the shower with the switchblade, mm-hmm. uh, the kid is so crazy. Yeah. So immediately crazy. That I wrote, like, this kid is the reddest of herrings. Yeah. 
you know like i don't buy it for a second movie like you were shoving this so hard into my face right now that like Mm -hmm. look how fucking crazy this boy is you saw him for a moment around the corner when when yvonne was getting stalked Mm -hmm. you know when her door was opened a little bit and she looked and you saw a guy with the like tux tails because that's what he's wearing for some fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, you know, like, oh, he was there around the time that she got killed. And oh, he looks he's crazy. He's like unstable. And I was like, fuck you, movie. I don't buy it. It's not happening. And then the movie immediately goes the other way uh-huh. and you see the killer and he's right there. And I was writing like this killer's getting a lot of FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And that was just in the first like couple of shots of him. I was like, oh, it's wild that they're showing his face so much. Like, I thought this would be more of a whodunit kind of thing. Right. Like, are, it, are they trying to obscure him and failing? <laughs> like, did they think his face was out of the frame? And they were like, oh, shit, we left it in. You know, like, what's going on there? And then, no. He goes into that sanitarium and it's him talking to the nurse, charming her up, talking about getting some champagne and drinking mm-hmm. while uh, while New Year's is going on. And they're all alone in this part of the hospital and he's <laughs> this charming guy or whatever. And I was just like, holy shit. OK, so he's we're, we're following him this movie. Mm-hmm. He's the character that we're following <laughs> because Blaze is literally just sitting back at the studio or whatever. Yeah. Just being like, oh, God, I hope everything's OK. Yeah. Occasionally answering the phone. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, yeah. One time it'll cut back. She's talking to the cops and it'll cut away. And then the next time it cuts back, she's on the phone. Yeah. And then it cuts back. And it's the cops phone, cops phone, back and forth. Uh, so this dude goes and seduces a nurse and uses a like tape recorder doodad that he carries with him <laughs> everywhere to record himself, audio record himself, murdering the nurse right at midnight Manhattan time. Yes. So like the first midnight of the United States. Mm-hmm. And this movie is taking place in Los Angeles. Yes. So like I had said earlier about not understanding exactly uh, how this movie was going about, like it being unclear about like it's happening in the time zones like no 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 it's happening on midnight in different time zones yeah all in los angeles not other places right i was still under the assumption it was other places and i was like so he's somewhere Mm -hmm. way out here killing someone at midnight wait a minute yeah didn't he just kill yvonne in the fucking (laughs) hotel room and so then i was like double killer theory Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, let's see where this is going. Like, I had all sorts of theories throughout the movie <laughs> about what was going to happen. There was a certain point, not too far later, where I get it right. I'll just <laughs> point that out right now. I absolutely called it, like, uh, at a certain point, and I uh, was pretty proud when it <laughs> when it turned out to be that way. Because uh, I didn't know that this movie had a necessary, like, twist mm-hmm. ending. You know what I mean? As the movie progresses, it's just like, here's the killer who's threatening to kill people and then Blaze herself or someone close to her. Mm -hmm. That was another thing I was unclear of. Right. Because it sounded like he said that every hour he would kill someone close to her. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So then when it goes to the nurse and he goes to, you know, fucking kill the nurse and everything and she says her name, I was like, I forget what Blaze's real name is. 
is this her like is this her sister or something like somewhere on the east coast or because again everything is all (laughs) twisted in my brain but like you know is this her sister or something and then you know she gets killed and then word gets back you know because he calls and he plays her murder over the airwaves for everyone to hear Mm -hmm. everyone's like oh fuck (laughs) seriously like this show is getting sanctioned so fucking hard Mm -hmm. not a chance they get picked up by anybody like this is the end of this show to la midnight yeah exactly like this is the end of this show yeah (laughs) this is the final broadcast um but like eventually the word gets back to the the people in the studio that he killed her like or that they you know that they found the person who was killed Mm -hmm. and it was a nurse yeah and they're telling this to blaze and i was waiting for the like news yeah like blaze it was karen your sister or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck or whatever and in the end, it was, it was nothing. It was yeah. just like, it was a nurse, and she's dead now. And Blaze was like, oh, my God, he's, he really did it. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wait, movie. <laughs> I could have sworn you said it was, wait, um, okay, that was weird. So it's so it's nothing? What is going I, on here? Like, it's, there's no connection? It's literally just complete random murder? Yes. Like, and so, wait. It's <sighs> just women. Yeah, just women, that, just complete random murders. Yeah, of and blonde women. I guess <laughs> or attempted blonde women. Yeah, um. and and ones that are using their wiles. I guess. Yeah, there's a, like, there's a the 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 killer soliloquy at the end that you always get from like a slasher movie where they mm-hmm. like explain what the fuck they were doing. Doesn't really explain no. the the people that he killed. Like he doesn't really talk about the people that he killed. You know, like there's no like, oh, and then her, I picked her because of this, or I did this because of that, or whatever. Like yeah. some of it is just completely random. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like it's all completely random, and that's why it made much less <laughs> sense. Like, wait, hold on. So then he goes into this bar and he sees this random lady now. So now this lady's not related to anybody. Well, the first one wasn't related to anybody. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, why isn't anybody related to anybody? Yeah. I thought that was the point of what's going on here. So, okay. And if you think about it, he was the one seducing them. Yeah, really. Like, like if it's a case of like these goddamn ladies and their vaginas always always hustling the men, mm-hmm. like, wait, no, you're the one walking in and like, hey ladies, let's go to a fucking party at <laughs> who the fuck's house what do you say? <laughs> Eric Estrada, I yes. think he said. And I was yeah. like, Oh my god, 80, 1980. <laughs> um <clears throat> But yeah, him going into that other bar, putting on the fake mustache and stuff, like changing his appearance and whatnot, like there was <laughs> there was a little bit of fun to be had, like watching that sort of like the process that he was doing, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so I'm going to change clothes. I'm going to alter my strategy, you know, from this way to that way, even though in the end, it's like, I don't see much of a difference between the charming first guy and the second guy. Like I didn't see a a need for the mustache. (laughs) You know, that's really the only thing it's like, okay. Yeah. The first one, the first time he seduces the nurse. So he's dressed as a nurse. Mm -hmm. Um, so in this case he goes to a bar. So it's like, okay, so now he dresses in like a suit. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but I need the mustache because that's the only way anyone will believe the that, only... I'm a, <laughs> that I'm an 80s guy <laughs> who likes to party with Eric Estrada. <laughs> I mean, yes, but the also sells it. because he's going into a public place, other people are going to see his face. Yeah, Woman's I mean... going to leave with him and never hear from <laughs> them again. Like, I mean, at the end of the movie, there is a like brief 
reveal, like it's part of the like confirmation of who the killer is real quick between two cops <laughs> where you realize that like, even though all of this shit seemed so meticulous that the killer made a crucial self-identifying mistake uh you know in the over the course of this entire movie Mm -hmm. which is just like god damn it movie like you painted him out to seem like he knew what he was doing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like he's very methodical he did this he did that he used the old uh big giant bag of pot trick to (laughs) to suffocate (laughs) the one lady um at which point i was like okay maybe this guy's an idiot because he sent the roommate in to go buy booze and then he killed the girl and now he's gonna like bail but the roommate saw him Mm-hmm. So like, what's gonna happen there? And then she gets easily led astray yeah. into the alley where he is waiting in the dumpster mm-hmm. with a lighter to spook her before he uh, apparently murders her. Yeah. Uh oh my god, that was one of the funniest <laughs> little bits I think in the whole movie. Yeah. Like in terms of just silly slasher movie, like because it's like this is fairly early. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Halloween in seventy eight, like. Black Christmas and what was that seventy four or something like that? So yeah. like, not the newest slasher movie, but it's like we're not talking Halloween five in nineteen eighty nine just yet. You know what yeah. I mean? <clears throat> we're pretty, we're pretty early in it. So the fact that he's waiting in the dumpster, like with a lighter <laughs> to flick on to spook her, and he's still wearing the mustache. That's what kills me about that shot. Just like ah. Oh, it's so funny to me. It's a, like, spaghetti moment. It really is. Like, (laughs) gotcha. Oh, my God. Um, So, yeah, and he murders those women, and, it like, his shit gets thrown off. You know what I mean? Because, like, he has a plan for all this stuff. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, oh, he's got to get it done exactly at the time so he can record the countdown and the Mm killing and blah, 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 and all that shit. So then when he has to take the roommate with him, suddenly he's like, ah, shit, like... Yeah. And this fucks with my plan and then he's all mad because they're behind schedule and then you know so his shit gets all fucked up uh something that i thought was gonna come in handy in the movie and then it did not it seemed like it was just an oversight because like the they he plays the tape over the air mm-hmm. on his next phone call like that's what he did with the first one he recorded right. the death and then he played the audio of it on on his next phone call to Blaze's show. Mm-hmm. So in this one, he like reaches down into the fucking like under under his seat and clicks the button for the recorder uh just before he shows her the like super totally sweet pot he's got in this bag, mm-hmm. you know, uh and he hits the recorder to to record the countdown and then the murder. Mm-hmm. And while he's getting the bag ready and recording the countdown, he's talking Oh. You know what I mean? He was sitting there like, oh, you got to check it out. It's the sweet stuff. It's from whatever. And then he puts it over her head and kills her with it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, is that how he's going to slip up? You know, he's going to play the tape or he's going to find out, you know, he'll listen to it himself and like freak out because he can't use it. And so it fucked up his plan because he's a lunatic. Cause like, <laughs> oh God, nothing comes of it. No. Nope. Complete oversight. I was way looking into it. Like, oh, they must have, oh, that had to. And it's like, no, it didn't matter. Nobody cared. No. Shut up. Moving on. He just, he just rewound to the start of her screaming. Yeah. It's it was, fine. I was just like, oh, okay. That's not Okay. Because in the end, like the, him being all pissed off that they're not going to make it in time, you know, and then his next big sequence where he is so confusing when he is dressed as a Catholic priest uh-huh. 
driving his car and he's got a big old book open on his seat next to him of like a a, a sister and a father, you know, like a, like mm-hmm. a priest and a nun. Mm-hmm. Like pictures of them, like like portraits of of nun people he must know, or or the next he's... person he's gonna murder for the murder time or whatever. Like I have no idea. It seems like that's the plan. Like okay, now he's gonna dress like this uh-huh. so that he can gain access to the that. Yeah. Like where the fuck are this nun and pastor priest whatever mm-hmm. at eleven o'clock on New Year's Eve? Midnight that mass. You are. Is there a midnight mass? I mean, there's a lot of churches years? that do like weird midnight masses. Okay, it just seemed like it would be strange. Like, okay, I'm gonna dress up like a priest so that I could go to their house and knock on their door <laughs> and wake them <laughs> go up because they right look up old. to the rectory. Yeah, exactly. It was just I didn't understand. I mean, I didn't understand the whole deal. It's like, okay, I mean, so now he's gonna oh. go kill a nurse accused killing like pretty young blonde. Yeah, none. God damn it, dude. <laughs> Oh, well, um, he did kill a nurse, though. So yes, it's okay. he did kill a nurse. Like, it's, it's he it's kills just, so many things. It's so stupid. Uh, but like, just like, okay, so so the first one was like a pretty blonde nurse, uh-huh. and then some blonde like what was she like an actress or she moved out to some, L.A. for some shit. I yeah, don't know. Just from some Akron. Yeah, some some blonde dits at the bar, following her and, dreams in L.A. Yeah, and her. Nervous diarrhea having roommate. Uh-huh. That was like the one part I actually did laugh at when she <laughs> says that. And her roommate's just like, Jesus, what the fuck? What is wrong with you? Like, why do you just say that? Um, and he kills both of them and stages their bodies hysterically in that fucking uh in the yeah in the playground it was the fact that the fucking other body slides down the slide at the moment that the cops look with their flashlights Mm -hmm. i was like how'd the body know to slide down at that moment come on movie i honestly i really i did not like the the lead cop guy me neither like he's supposed to be painted as the like rational hero dude Mm -hmm. and i was like fuck this guy seriously completely 100 percent. like the fact that blaze is getting death threats and he's like, well, I mean, what do you expect? Look at the people that you appeal to. It's like, oh, Fuck cool. You. So like in a certain style of music and dress in a certain style of way means mm-hmm. that you just you should accept that you get death threats. Mm-hmm. Like, awesome. You're cool. Go yeah. fuck yourself. I, and then when he tries to give the speech to all the punks about how like everything is going to be locked down and they're all just booing him the whole time. I was like, <laughs> well, what'd you expect? Getting up in front of those guys? They don't seem to like you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's just like, fuck you, dude. What, you really didn't think they were going to start yelling at you? Seriously. This is the exact scene that does not dig you right now yeah. or ever, really. So, you know, what are you going to do? It's I, like a, a ref getting up in front of NFL fans. <laughs> like, yeah, you're yeah. not going to win. Yeah, nobody's going to like you. It was super weird to me, though, is how little the punk kids factor into the movie. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that it's a punk rock show that she does, and the whole fucking opening sequence, we're following that, like, carload of punks mm-hmm. driving down the boulevard to get to, like, the show and stuff. And I was like, okay, so, like, is that what's going on here? Like, that there are, like, are- yeah, there are the crew that are in this building, and the murders are, like, happening in the building or something? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly. And it's like, oh, wait, no, right, Blaze is the lead character, so these kids are just... Oh, they're nothing. We never see them. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway. They're just killing time. <laughs> yeah. And then there's just like, I, I wrote at one point, I was like, this movie is about 60% awkward moshing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in them with the like t- most terrible sound design for it ever, <laughs> because it was like, 
<laughs> it was just like the music was at like a level where it just sounded like it was coming out of a stereo, mm-hmm. not at all from like a rock band playing it live. Yeah. And then the sounds of all of their feet clip clopping around on the floor was like really loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, this sounds like a room of dipshits with a fucking like stereo playing a song and dancing around. Yeah. Not a concert. Yeah. Like this is the, oh, this is terrible. This is the worst. You guys are really bad at this. Uh, but the moshing is awkward. It goes on for so long. Seriously, like, way the, too long. The, and- this movie is about 45 minutes of like slasher movie action and then a whole bunch of kids dancing around and rock bands playing full songs mm-hmm. the full the intro song the song yeah. for the opening credits the the is title song live. new year's evil yes it's it plays live that's the first song we hear Again, in its entirety, three times from the start of the opening credits to the close of the ending credits, we we hear the song in full three fucking times. Yeah, it's kind of it's not even a good song. (laughs) It's not great. Um, There were a couple of tunes in it that I kind of dug a little bit at certain times. Yeah, as just like a fun like, yeah, man, this is like you know early eighties, just like kind of like fucking around. Mm-hmm. punk rock kind of shit where they're like we haven't really figured it out or yeah we're just there's really playing. nothing to figure out i don't know we're just fucking around yeah and it was kind of cool but at the same time it was like this is a movie guys yeah. <laughs> there's stuff to get to what are we doing yeah. here <laughs> but yeah it just took up a, a whole lot of fucking time mm-hmm. uh and in the end it kind of kind of doesn't you know there's there's nothing to it really no it was just just it's just a sort of fun texture to the movie of like instead of it being just like a teeny bop dance Mm -hmm. competition show yeah or some junk like that they're like oh let's make it like there's a bunch of punk rockers but the Mm -hmm. punk rockers don't get like attacked or massacred Uh or anything so in the end they're just like it's just sort of window dressing yeah (laughs) where it's like every once in a while we cut to a punk show and back to the slashing yeah and then back (laughs) to the punk show focusing on that one girl that made constant eye contact with the camera (laughs) i saw her like as you know obviously one of the many scenes of just people uh-huh, yeah, quote unquote yeah, yeah. moshing yeah some of it was not dude there was when they were when the band was playing the like slower song and they were all just like swaying around like weirdos mm-hmm. i was just like this is why are we watching it why is it so long seriously like show a just... quick shot of them playing and a shot of the crowd like mm-hmm. swaying together kind of song and then cut to the next shit yeah don't keep showing it to me these songs <laughs> aren't good enough uh but again the movie's like an hour and 25 minutes long so you start cutting that out <laughs> you start getting down to the the, bar- the barest of bones yeah um <clears throat> and then what i thought was absolutely hysterical and if you put different music under it it would seem funnier than the movie makes it but the fact that he's driving around dressed as a priest mm-hmm. and then he stops at a stoplight <laughs> and the fucking bikers surround him and like give him the finger mm-hmm. and are like dicks to him or whatever and he's just like okay whatever like, obviously, he doesn't want to get caught or cause a fuss or whatever, so he's not going to, like, attack these guys out of nowhere. Yeah. It's just when he gets distracted while he's driving, 
and he then crashes into the bikers uh-huh. and like kind of runs one over a bit. It looked like there was a dude on the ground as well as the guy who was like kicking back at the thing. So it's like it's not like he just bumped their tire. Yeah, it like was... like happens in so many movies where it's like, oh, you bumped it. Now the mm-hmm. biker's mad. It's like no, 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 no. Yeah. This dude really did ram into them. Yeah, like, like they have there's... a reason to be furious right now. There's at least <laughs> one tire full tire. Underneath. Under his car. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's this is legit a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they all start freaking out on him. So he has to, like, just bail mm-hmm. and get chased by bikers. Yes. So funny. That is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Like, I, I'm just imagining, like, Michael Myers <laughs> running into a fucking bunch of bikers and being like, oh, shit. Oh, God. I don't want any part of this. This is going to get out of here. Like, it's just the hilarity of retreating. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the fact that it's not a case of like, oh, I ran into them and they're mad. Now it's time for them to pay. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not fucking with bikers. Yeah. <laughs> they are not on my kill list. Yeah. All right. It was just really, really funny to me. And especially him like speeding into the drive in and like paying the money and not caring and just like going through mm-hmm. and then him parking. And then eventually the bikers somehow finding him. Yeah. I have no idea. Cause like it seemed like he lost them. Mm-hmm. The way that they shot it and the way that he like drove off, it seemed like he had lost them and gone to the drive-in. Like, how did they know to follow and find him in there? I don't know, but I don't they know. do. And they just <laughs> drive past the ticket booth. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> fucking ticket takers are like, what the? I don't, oh my God, as the bikers blast through. <laughs> so goddamn funny. And then them just like going around and searching the crowd at the drive-in mm-hmm. is like, it's just, there's something comical to it about me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh God. You had a plan. There's some nun out there that should be getting murdered right now. Yeah. <laughs> and you 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 hit a biker and you fucked it all up. And now you're hiding in your car and you're like, oh, God, they're looking for me. <laughs> oh, he has to ditch his car, mm-hmm. runs off, steals someone else's car and like inadvertently kidnaps a teenager in it. Yep. Um, not before stabbing one of the bikers to death. Yes. Because he rolls up on him and then he's like, I'm not a violent man. And he stabs him in the gut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which was like kind of funny, really. Um, But like, okay, so like he killed that guy. That wasn't part of the plan. He didn't record that one. Uh, And then he he gets into the car, pulls the one teenager out, drives off with the girl. Mm -hmm. He's clearly going to murder her. Yeah. She's offering anything, including banging him. And he's like, no, look at my switchblade. And she's like, oh, God. Uh, and then some New Year's drunks run out in front of the car. He stops it. She, like, insanely smartly mm-hmm. for a horror movie character, <laughs> you know, notices the moment and fucking, like, kicks the door open and runs mm-hmm. out and just, like, takes off into the woods. Yeah. Uh, at which point we then get, like, a classic slasher, like, woods chase sequence of that course. I was pretty excited about. Yep. I was had, like, okay, cool, cool. Had to have one. I like that. I find it hysterical that he's still running around with his recorder thing around him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like he's got, like, a knapsack the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny to me. Uh, and he runs off and chases her, and she's hiding, and he, like, kind of finds her, and he's, like, toying with her. Mm-hmm. At least that's what it looked like to me. Like, he, he saw her, right? Oh, yeah. While she was under there, and then he was like, I'm going to sneakily come up and get you while mm-hmm. you think I don't know you're there. Yeah. Uh, at which point, the cops show up and spook him, and he runs off and does not get his kill. Right. For that midnight. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, movie. What What's <laughs> going to happen because of that? Nothing. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. It doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care. 
He doesn't give a shit about the midnight or the murders or the recording anymore. Mm-mm. The recordings wind up mattering barely at all. It like it's it's mm-hmm. just a setup for a weird line that he says. Yeah. Where he's just something about like uh instant replay, the miracle of modern technology. Mm-hmm. It's like that's it? You just want to show off how cool instant replay is? <laughs> that's your motive? <laughs> what the fuck is this about? Like what is Oh, it's so silly. And the whole time, while Blaze is like freaking out because people are missing, Yvonne is missing, and the murders are being played on the radio, and the cops are here, and they're locking shit down, mm-hmm. and her son is creeping around in a horrifying mask for some reason. No, not even a mask. Oh, he, oh, he that's had right. The he pulled panty, yeah, the he like pulled... pantyhose or like fishnets. <laughs> yeah, the like lace thing that he pulled down over his face while he asked his what imaginary friend. If he, if he yeah if they thought he was mentally ill mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he does that and he like pierces his own ear mm-hmm. and then he's like how about now <laughs> or something like that and i was just like what are we watching why is this happening what will this lead to why should i care yeah <laughs> like this is just weird and i know that he's not the killer mm-hmm. because we've been watching the killer <laughs> like yeah. again if this was a slasher where there was a killer with a mask and a thing and a whatever and you don't know and you're who done it the whole time, mm-hmm. uh, then you could maybe be like, okay, so so you're definitely leaning towards the kid, right? He's got to be the one. Yeah. Because look at how fucking crazy it is. And then you turn it around and be like, oh, it wasn't him. Red herring. Oh, my God. <laughs> but in this case, you're like, no, I know who the killer is. It's that guy. Mm-hmm. The dude with the fake mustache. Yeah. <laughs> like that's... And occasionally puts fake glasses on. Yeah, sometimes when he feels like it. Like, that's the dude. Yeah. So what the fuck are we doing with this kid over here? Like, what's the point? Why is this happening? We know, like... What there was a moment when the cops were talking about where it was like the cops and Blaze and the psychologist, yeah, and they were all talking about like the killer and you know he calls himself evil and he's killed women and he slashed their chests with a knife and it's clearly a psychosexual something or other mm-hmm. kind of kind of dealio like really terrible eighties yeah. psychology of a of a serial killer or whatever. And while they're talking about this, and they specifically say something about, like, it seems like he's got a mother fixation or whatever. While they're doing that, it, like, cuts to creepy boy Mm -hmm. creeping around behind, like, the set, Mm -hmm. listening and hearing them talk. And then, like, walking off. Like, oh, like, he heard that. So it's like, okay, so what? By the end of the movie, this kid is going to be convinced he's the killer? Like he's going to gaslight himself on accident? Like he hears that and he thinks they're talking about him, so he assumes he must be the killer, so then he confesses to being the killer. Like, You know what I mean? Like what is the deal with this? And then, and that's decidedly not where it goes. Not quite, no. And it's not really all that important that he heard that information. Like that Mm-mm. little moment winds up meaning nothing. Yeah. And then the dude, the killer, shows up at the building. Yep. It's apparently a hotel. Mm-hmm. And the show is on like the top floor. So I guess they have some sort of performance space up there. Sure. Evil, the killer. I, I can only think of Barnacle Boy and uh, Mermaid Man. <laughs> evil. Yeah. Evil. Every time he said, like, <laughs> I am evil with that like voice changer thing, which was awful. Yeah, it was really dumb. Like, it should have been better. But, yeah, it was awful. (laughs) Uh, And uh, he shows up and seems surprised that there is now a way bigger security presence. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that he called them four hours ago 
to let them know that he's going to murder people and then show up to murder her at midnight. Yeah. Like he told them when he was going to be there. Yeah. And he's like, shit, how am I going <laughs> to, also... this guy can't get through the front door. And uh, oh man, how am I going to get through the front door? Like, how did you think you were going to get through the front door? Yeah. Dip shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Just even, he... even with what we find out yeah. <laughs> in like 10 minutes, even with that, mm-hmm. it's a stupid plan. Especially because he also, like, told the cops exactly where to find the bodies so that mm-hmm. they knew he was for real. Like, yeah, and not just for real, but, like, could track movement. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? The fact that, okay, he killed the fucking, the one girl and the roommate, mm-hmm. and then it shows him drive the car to, like, an alley somewhere, and he parks, Anybody's like, kind of right on the street near the alley or whatever, and he parks, and he fucking pops the trunk, and he takes his shirt off, and he's putting new clothes on. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think he might take the mustache off or something at that point. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear the police and he kind of like tenses up a little bit Mm -hmm. and the cop car drives past him. And Mm -hmm. then he's like, all right. And I was like, "Okay, that was just like another police car in L.A. doing unrelated stuff. And he was just like, oh, man, that was a close one. But then the very next shot is a cop car rolling up to the dumpster near where the bodies are mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my god what he's right around the corner mm-hmm. like he didn't drive way far away before he started changing clothes he's still in the vicinity of the crime scene yeah what the fuck yeah, and i thought that was the dumbest thing that he would do <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, because again it's like once the twist happens all of this so much stuff starts falling into place but in the wrong way not in the way a good twist ending does it <laughs> you know where you go like oh oh you just suddenly go like wait wait huh? dude yeah it's really dumb um so so he has to fucking get into the building now to murder her because he's caused a problem by mm-hmm. making the phone call in the first place like his plan mm-hmm. is flawed let's just say that so he he calls over a cop just saying like hey officer come here i think i found a drunk yeah it is new year's eve this guy is on security for a building mm-hmm. deal with the drunk yourself yeah you know what i mean like unless he's like trying to hurt you if you're just being a dick and being like hey there's a guy that's drunk out here make sure to ticket him like, um, go fuck yourself. <laughs> unless it's like, there's a guy that's like passed out drunk over here. We need to like get him out of the parking lot so he doesn't get run over. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. But he just says a drunk. As yeah. though that's it. Like, this guy's drunk. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Club now. Yeah, you better fucking. Oh, man. Uh, But so the, the cop waltzes on over and the killer fucking brains him with a brick. Mm-hmm. And then he puts on the costume. And I was like, that dumpy cop. Did not have a uniform that would fit this guy. Not at all. But it fits him perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he waltzes on into the building like he's done everywhere. Yep. Uh, for some reason, he's just effortlessly charming, I mm-hmm. guess. And if you just walk in with confidence, they're not going to question you. And then there was a brief moment up with the cops in the studio with Blaze and all that where they were like, uh, Blaze is going to go get changed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, hold on. I don't know about that, lady. And the cop says, like, one of my men was found out cold in the garage, so we're on extra high alert. You know, there could be a killer roaming around here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, so you know that somebody knocked out your security at the door? Mm-hmm. And you're not like, shut it down, search the floors. You're just going like, he might be here. Like, that seems like a pretty definitive sign that he is. Yeah. The fact that you're playing it like, um, I don't know. Like, eventually that cop gets it. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but it was like, uh, too little too late, buddy. Seriously. I wrote at one point, I was like, these cops are like a decade too late at the end of this movie. They are so late to help with anything, and they're dumb, and they're idiots. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so she's in her room, and in behind her comes waltzing in, uh, you know, some guy in a new costume that we hadn't seen before mm-hmm. wearing this fucking creepy ass rubber mask thing. I don't yeah. even know what it was supposed to be. I have I no think it's clue. just supposed to be like a cartoony drunk face I for New Year's. Yes. Something yeah, like that. Sure. It's really creepy. It's at least I'll give the movie props for that. Mm-hmm. Like it's a creepy face that I don't want to look at. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> and she eventually, finally, Jesus Christ, because <laughs> she's sitting there not noticing it for so long, mm-hmm. and then finally sees that there's somebody behind her and, like, does a little freak out, like, oh, my God. And then the person calms her down, like, oh, hey, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. And the mask comes off, and it's the killer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, Richard. My husband, I briefly mentioned earlier in the movie, who I thought was out whoring it up at a club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's you. So to uh, the audience, you're like, fuck, the fucking husband is the killer, <laughs> which I did actually call earlier in the movie. I was like, oh, I get it. This guy's Richard. Like it finally, it just clicked. Cause I wrote Richard at the very beginning. I wrote Richard's in Palm Springs, whoring it up. For some reason, I thought that would be important. Yeah. And then all the way through, and then the kid asks about his dad and whatnot and all this. And I'm like, the dad, the dad, the, oh, the dad. <laughs> I, it's the dad. And then it winds up being the dad. Um, I didn't have any particular, like, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, it could be the dad. You know, that's that's my my call. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It could be the dad. I also wrote later, I was like, or maybe it's someone the kid hired to kill his mom. Yeah. Maybe. I was like, is it possible there's another assassin this month? <laughs> like, that would be wild and crazy. And, you know, all the costumes and all that shit, it mm-hmm. seemed maybe probable. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, like, I was like, okay, if it is her husband, I don't know why. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the possible motive will be. Like, that'll be something that'll be, like, out of left field, like, you know, explained after it's revealed why. So there's no way you could have really guessed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I bet it's her husband because of the fact that the stuff I don't know about yeah. her. <laughs> because Other we know nothing she's, about like, her. kind of a shitty mom. Yeah, exactly. Which is, like, it sounds like he's a pretty shitty dad. So, you know, it seemed like they were a pretty shitty team. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So the cop finally fucking figures it out because he's like, how did you get up here? And the dad is like, the dad killer guy is like, (laughs) uh, Richard, Mm -hmm. he's just like, oh, uh, fucking the one dude said I could. It's cool. Yeah, whatever it is. The the manager, like, yeah, yeah, he, he said it was cool. Everything's cool. And he's like, oh. Okay, so he goes and he calls it in, mm-hmm. and he talks to the fucking manager, and they, you know, they're like, "Yeah, he, the, by the way, uh, her husband's here. Did anybody know that?" Yeah, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> like, "Yeah, her husband's here." He said that fucking Ernie said that it was cool. And he's like, "I absolutely did not." <laughs> and they're just like, "What the fuck?" And then the news comes in mm-hmm. that I just could not believe. <laughs> Absolute all caps moment. I just wrote, he used his own car? Uh Uh-huh. 
what? Because the news comes back that it's like registered to him, to Richard. <laughs> Weird. Turns out his car was left behind at a drive-in where, and I was like, it was his car. <laughs> he was a fucking burner car or something. What the fuck? Apparently not. Like yeah. b- by the end of the movie, like you learn that you know they, they make they make a little mention that he was apparently in a sanitarium. Yeah, the one where he yeah. committed the murder. Yeah, which uh, seems a little strange. It was like, okay, so she must have been a new nurse uh-huh. <laughs> because she did not recognize him. Unless when he was there, he had like a giant beard or something crazy. Yeah, a mustache. Uh, Jesus Christ, though, man, those those uh, those patients at the sanitarium—that was that was like, oof. Mm-hmm. I felt like I mean I I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say none of them did any research. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like nobody was concerned with an accurate portrayal of a mentally ill person. Yeah, they were just like. My guy is the guy who like runs around and looks at people all crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, well, my guy's the guy who won't stop looking at a toy. Like, yeah. oh really? Oh yeah, mine's the guy who won't stop clapping though. Like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was. Oh, it's bad. Very bad. Very, very, very bad. <laughs> and he is apparently insane. I mean, uh, and I yeah. wrote I wrote down I was like when I guessed that it was him I was like okay this guy Richard is or this guy is Richard her husband he's crazy and he gave that crazy to their kid mm-hmm. and that's gonna be a thing mm-hmm. and they don't really talk about it like mm-hmm. it, it you can assume yeah but there's no point made about it like and he got the crazy from the me <laughs> no because he doesn't even really <laughs> he doesn't really like uh admit to it or anything you know what i mean yeah. it's not like he comes into it like you know when he finally admits to her that he is indeed like the killer and doing all this shit he's not like it's because i'm fucking crazy blaze mm-hmm. like, you made me insane yeah i'm a lunatic man mm-hmm. he has his like dipshit reasons for why he believes the, the mm-hmm. dumb shit he believes and why she deserves to die and whatnot mm-hmm. um so i guess that means that he is more that he is crazy if he's not <laughs> Yeah, if he's not aware he's of the fact that he's crazy. Yeah. Um it just it, it makes the movie seem <laughs> like like this is a man who maybe has some sort of a point. Like it feels like the line about him having previously been in that sanitarium might have been added. Yeah. Because they were like, this is just something that might happen to a man driven mad by his wife. Like, wait, what? No, 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 no. This is the ravings of a lunatic. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, it is? Oh. I mean, he was once in that same sanitarium, yeah. the one we mentioned earlier, so we don't have to mention another one. <laughs> you know, like, it almost feels that way because, mm-hmm. like, of how just, like, straight it seemingly played when he gives her his whole, like, why I'm evil speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a doozy. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> it was... It was uh, I literally wrote so bland... I dude, I wrote this might be the single most misogynistic character in the history of horror. Like this killer. Cause like so many slashers are sort of like superficially misogynistic. Like not in a way that they necessarily hate women, but they just kill a lot of them all the time and it's Mm-hmm. degrading sometimes and like you know like it's for the like titillation and make people go like oh my gosh mm-hmm. not so much like fuck women yeah so much but it's it there's a there's there's a weird grayness in there 
Uh, but this one, this character, like Awful. the murdering of the women is not just like a byproduct of the type of movie they're in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, Ghostface kills a lot of women. Like, well, yeah, it's a slasher movie. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, he's killing women specifically. Mm-hmm. And Only her, women. Yeah. And going after her and, you know, like as the final piece of this giant plan very specifically mm-hmm. his wife because <laughs> like legitimately because she's successful yeah <laughs> that is his motive mm-hmm. it is absurd mm-hmm. the shit that comes out of this crazy lunatic's mouth there was a lot of entitlement in there too oh my god like, the way t- that he was he was angry at her because he had an allowance mm-hmm you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, well, do you have a job that yeah. makes you money that you don't need or want the allowance? Mm-hmm. Then then give it back. You know, I'm sure nobody would be pissed off if you're like, I I, I don't need it. I'm good. I'll yeah. have I'll make my own money. They'd be like, oh, okay, cool. But it's mm-hmm. like if you need it, I don't understand the shame here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're married to her and she's making money and she's like, Oh, do you need some money? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Here maybe you, you do. I'll yeah. give it I'll give you like a grand a week. Here you go. Yeah. And the fucking line that you castrated me and that is not nice. <laughs> I was like, What the fuck kind of lunatic things? It was uh, dude, no, sorry. The specific line, the very specific, like Oh my God, I can't believe these words are coming out of a character's <laughs> mouth in a movie. Is ladies are not very nice people. Like that was yeah. that's that's that right there is the motive of <laughs> of the killer of this fucking movie mm-hmm. is because ladies are not nice people. Yep. Also, he's fed up. Yes, that's right. That was the other thing. It's because he's fed up, I wrote. Like, oh my <laughs> God. And then he finally goes in on her about like, and also our son and the role he got and you didn't care. And I was like, okay, I might agree with him on that part. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's right about that. The weird thing though, is that it feels tacked on mm-hmm. because that happened that evening. Yeah. Before, like while this plan was about to go into place. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> like he had already killed people. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yvonne was then... already dead. Yeah. And then, she she had a conversation with her son where she ignored him about his big break. Yeah. And it was like, it was all because of that. It's like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Don't bring that into this whole thing. That had nothing to do with it. You're just mad now. Uh, and then the most hysterical line, I loved the end of his big dumbass speech where he just said, this has been a very bad year for me. <laughs> and there was something so pathetic and hysterical about that. Like, you sack of shit. <laughs> like, you've just gone this whole night murdering because you're some, like, entitled piece of shit guy uh-huh. who just, like, clearly a misogynist, just cannot handle his wife being more successful than him. Like, mm-hmm. he is just such a piece of shit. And to end the whole thing with just, this has been a very bad year for me. <laughs> like, well, good. I guess I'm kind of glad about that. Uh, and then I thought he was going to hang her with the elevator. Yeah. And I was like, that's metal mm-hmm. and fucked up. And then and he said elaborate. something about, yeah, very elaborate. Uh, and then there was, then he said something about like getting smashed, like enjoy your going away party, get smashed. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, he's going to, okay, it's going to go all the way to the top and then it's going to go down and crush yeah. her. And then he's going to just let it go, yeah, let it and, drop. And it'll smush her. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. 
Um, I thought it was Still hysterical. Yeah, kind of metal. I thought it was very funny that he apparently staged Yvonne's body in the rafters of the elevator so that at the very end of his plan, mm-hmm. she would see that moments before dropping to her death. Where yeah. It's like, you've probably already assumed I've murdered Yvonne. Yes, but, <laughs> but here's the proof. Yeah, in the <laughs> last moment, here you go. Uh, and I thought that was very funny. Um, <clears throat> and then the cops show up to fuck up his plan. And I don't even like I know that, you know, they chase him through the hotel. He mm-hmm. runs up to the the roof. Mm-hmm. Well, He's the cops the... first, the cops shoot at the elevator control box to oh fuck God. up whatever he did. That's right. So that, I, that Blaze whole doesn't shit. die. Yeah. That whole fucking thing where he just like sticks a couple cables together on that board and then a screwdriver yeah, and jams a screwdriver in it. And it's like, now I control this elevator. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> That's not how any of that works. No. Not a chance in hell that you could do the thing you're doing. <laughs> so that whole thing was very, very silly, but yeah, they, they stop it. They save her life. That was the one thing that was the biggest bummer of the whole thing is like, okay, so blaze has been sitting here in this room all movie. Just like, here's a fucking band. Listen to the phone. Here's a fucking band. Listen to the phone. And then and then gets attacked by her husband killer. And then gets attached to an elevator. And then the cops save her. And it's like, she does nothing. No. Nope. There's no fight. There's no, like, battle. She doesn't even get a chance to fight back against him. Yeah, not even, like, verbally. Yeah, the nothing. Nothing at all. She just gets saved. And it was like, oh, man, what a real bummer. She should have been a badass. She should have mm-hmm. kicked some ass or something. Uh, and the cops chase him up to the roof. Where he puts the fucking dipshit mask on uh-huh. and he gives that little speech. I forget what that's from. And now I don't even remember what the lines were specifically, but it's like mm-hmm. a famous quote, but I'm sure mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I'm sure it's quoted incorrectly or in a or in like a terrible context. <laughs> it's like that doesn't that doesn't describe the situation at all. What are you doing, you yeah. jackass? Uh, at which point he just jumps off the building and kills himself. Mm hmm. And uh, as, I mean, as most not guilty people do, so, exactly. You know, very much admitting <laughs> to himself to everybody. Yeah, that, that he did all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, right, all those things I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it was just like, wow, what a piece of shit! Like this whole movie, you're following this guy, and he's killing all these people, and he's like the lead character of the movie essentially mm-hmm. it's the most fucking screen time, and we see the most amount of emotions come out of him throughout the whole movie <laughs> compared to everybody else. Uh, and then by the end of it, it's like not even that he gets like taken down by someone. He just jumps off a building and dies. Yeah. Uh, and then they're taking Blaze away in a in a ambulance, and the fans are all like, "Oh my god, it's Blaze! Mm-hmm. She's hurt!" And the fucking medic guy is like, "All right, let's go. We're getting out of here." And if you've ever seen a movie before, you know what's coming when they uh-huh. fucking pan up to the driver who is wearing the terrifying creepy mask because it's her sad, angry, crazy son (laughs) (laughs) who has killed the actual driver and he drives off with his mom in the back of the ambulance. Mm -hmm. Cut to black. Cut to fucking the third time they play that goddamn song. Literally my Uh, last note. And here's the song for the third time. Just in case you didn't hear it the entire way through the first two times, Uh which you did. And once it's over and you're really sitting there, you're like, okay, so New Year's Eve meant nothing. Mm-hmm. The killings eventually just sort of fall apart. Mm-hmm. Like the, he he stops his pattern and doesn't really seem to care all that much. Uh-huh. And then uh, and then he and then he dies and he just kills himself. Yeah. 
it's it. so anticlimactic. It. Like yep. the the and that's the I biggest thing too. too. <laughs> like there's so many there's so many people there. There's this like big old crowd. It's this whole thing being like broadcast. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens on tv although the, you know the recording mean? being played yeah, but yeah it's like it's not like the big final thing happens broadcast live yeah he's not or, standing there with a knife to her throat like on camera yeah or like a threat to the crowds that are there mm-hmm. like oh those punks that we saw having so much fun earlier are in danger like yeah. no none of that shit happens we completely forget about all of that mm-hmm. and it's just him sort of being a dick and playing with the elevator like, mm-hmm. There's so much of that elevator shit at the end. It was like, <laughs> it was literally like they were like, okay, we have the room where we can shoot where we're going to have the bands. We have access to one hotel room mm-hmm. and we have access Thankfully, to. Thankfully, it's a an, suite. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have access to an elevator shaft and the, and the panel that looks like it could be the controls for an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> That's about all we have. Like, oh, but we have the elevator shaft. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we got that. <laughs> Good. Some, some exterior shots, as long as they're done at night. Well, yeah. it's New Year's Eve, so. Everything's yeah. at night. <laughs> I love I love the fact that they just like, they were like, all right, you know what? Uh, it's a stylistic choice. And also, we don't want to drag fucking lights all the way out here. So when we're in the drive-in or we're in that little park where those corpses are found, like the only light is the light from whatever is in the scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's the flashlight illuminating the grass and everything else is pitch black blackness. Oh yeah. Because they're like, yeah, we're not dragging lights out here for this quick thing. We're just okay. gonna, It'll just be that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, it was, it was kind of silly. Um, Obviously but, cheap. Man, yeah. <laughs> God, what fucking nonsense this entire movie was. Yeah. It was a blast in terms of like, I have no clue what is going on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I haven't heard a single thing about this movie. I may have called that twist, but I did not know it ahead of time. Uh, You know, not nothing, (laughs) nothing ahead of time. This was a pure like 80s gem untouched. Yeah. Like never, never knew a thing. (laughs) And so it was very, very fun to watch it in that sense of like, what's going to happen? I got no idea. These things can go any old different ways. Yeah. This one definitely provided some laughs, which was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And it was, I'm sure a better choice to end the month than something like new year's eve or whatever like one of those Mm -hmm. like party movie end of Mm -hmm. end of the year kind of movie thing like nah let's do the crazy weird serial killer one yeah (laughs) that's a little more fun (laughs) um but i think that is gonna wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week and for holiday movie month and this Uh, year yeah and this year in 2021 uh, so we'll see. Uh, we had a couple of plans, but we'll see what the hell goes on next uh, next month and next week. Yes, here and next popcorn year for day, and next year and all that kind of shit. All of the uh, next you can think for, for every next <laughs> that you know. Um, <clears throat> this is Jeff and Callie. Ladies are not very nice people. Uh-huh.